Hey there, meddlers. My name is Jonah Knight, and the unofficial Brindlewood Bay Mysteries three-volume anthology is now available on DriveThruRPG. There's a link in the show notes for you. Go ahead and use it. We have been doing Roll to Metal for over two years now. Two years. Uh, and I really want to say thank you to everyone. Just don't tell Mary. She doesn't know it's a podcast. We're going to tell her at some point. So I am guessing that most of y'all play Brindlewood Bay or maybe want to play. Well, this anthology not only gives you some pretty cool new mysteries, but it is also a great way to support the podcast. Every once in a while, we have a conversation about a Patreon and, uh, you know, it lasts, uh, that conversation lasts a little bit because we would love to cover the expenses from the show. And I guess, um, to be candid, uh, over the last two years, it's been over $500. Okay. Now, you know, we're not doing this to make money, but you know, it would be cool if we made $500 or something like that. Um, whatever. Hey, about the anthology. So let me just tell you a couple of things about this project. Yeah. Um, like a year or so ago, it began is taken, it has taken about a year, a little over a year, actually, from inception to get it published. And so about a year ago, I asked Jason Cordova, Hey, can I do this? Can I, can I, can I independently publish a handful of new mysteries? And he said, of course, yeah, go ahead. The gauntlet is very cool about that. They are very cool about promoting community-made content. They have that whole card from Brindlewood Bay system that you can use to put out your own stuff. And they encourage it. They want you to do it. They, uh, so yeah, so this is unofficial, but it is uh, with the blessing of the gauntlet. I guess about this publication, Cecilia Ferry, who you know of as the Brindlewood Bay artist every almost every image you've seen associated with Brindlewood Bay was created by her she has an amazing style hey she also has a couple of um kids books out there so if you didn't know that and you love her art maybe you want to check her out anyway she uh we commissioned her to create a new piece of art for each mystery in these three volumes Uh, and they're amazing because that is what she does she makes amazing imagery The layout and the editing were professionally done, which means that a lot of my time uh, and a lot of the time in putting this together was making sure that everything looked similar, that we had a similar use of bullet points and, uh, and all the mysteries had to have italics in the right places and all that kind of thing, which means that it is consistent. And I just mentioned this because a lot of independent publications may be like this. Don't put that kind of attention into it. But we did. It was a priority for me that this whole thing look good and read good. And I think it does. I think it does. I am proud that each of the writers in this group uh, is well compensated as much as as much as I could do. Um, you know, and I don't know if as the publisher, if I'm going to break even on this, uh, you know, cost of art and editing and the time that all went into this may not, you know, this was not a moneymaker. The podcast is not a moneymaker. That is not my, my retirement plan. And um, this anthology was not uh, conceived of as a way to make a whole bunch of money. So it is important to me 
that everyone gets paid as well as possible. So that was a priority, and I'm happy that we are doing that. So, of course, I would love it if all of you would go buy this. But sharing the link and talking about it with friends and starting conversations in forums is huge. It's a big deal. Uh, We have grown quite a bit, especially since the Kickstarter began. And continuing that conversation and as the world of Brindlewood Bay expands, as more people are aware of the game, maybe more people would enjoy the podcast and maybe more people would enjoy this anthology. So if you want to help out, but maybe this is not in your budget right now, not that it's this exorbitant cost or whatever, um, just helping spread the word on this on this little publication would be greatly appreciated. I thank you very much if you consider doing that. So each volume has five mysteries in it, right? If you go over to DriveThruRPG, you can read all of the descriptions of each mystery, and you can get the names of the authors. And if you are sort of involved in the Gauntlet community, you will probably recognize most of the names of the authors. Uh, I think all of them, almost all of them, are on the Gauntlet Discord. So if you have questions for any of them about their writing, and you are not on the Discord, I would recommend that you join it and track them down. They're easy to find, and you can ask them questions about about that. And you know, by the way, if you're not on the Gauntlet Discord, but you're interested in knowing more about this game or any of the others that the Gauntlet publishes, uh, I do highly recommend it. It's a pretty great community and pretty active. Volume 3 is something that I feel like I can talk about, um, maybe a little more than the others. Like, I don't want to give my interpretations of the writing and mystery style of things that the other folks have written. But Volume 3 contains the original Roll to Metal Mysteries. And I can say that I am very happy with the revisions that I did. Bookstore of Murder, Harbor of Murder, Freezer Section of Murder, and Belly Up on Martha's Vineyard all have very cool new elements. So, uh, and I was wondering how much of that I should talk about here. But there are things, I mean, I will say, it, so there's a very cool thing that was done in the uh, the mystery, The Long Dark Tea Time of the Soulless. And it has really stuck with me and uh, has influenced a lot of the way that I think about writing for RPGs. And in that game, in the way that it's written and published, it's one of the official mysteries, by the way, um, if you don't know it. And we, we did it on the show, of course. You, you know it. You're, you're all familiar with the long, dark tea time of the Solace. In that mystery, there is a location... This is not a spoiler or anything because it's out there. There is a location about the caves under the property. And when you first read it, it's this idea. For me, it was this idea that like there's something here that's not necessarily directly connected with the mystery in the bed and breakfast. But as soon as you put it in there, it opens up this whole new world. And I've been thinking about this a lot. And I will say that in each of those four mysteries of mine that I just mentioned, all of them now have sort of the equivalent of the caves under the property, which means that there's this other thing that you can discover. And they sort of feel a little optional. 
but they add a lot more depth and richness to these mysteries as far as I'm concerned. And I, I'm interested to know what you think. I, I do almost wish that we could re-record those uh, using these new versions, but we're not going to do that. We are not. Following a garden variety murder here on the podcast, we're going to play a number of other mysteries from this anthology. I don't think we're going to get to them all before this campaign ends, but we're going to play a bunch of them. So thank you all very much for your ears over the last two years. Uh, It means a lot to us. Thank you for checking out this anthology. Thank you for considering telling a friend or making a post and starting a conversation. And you know what? If you make a purchase, that's amazing. It supports us. It supports indie RPG authors. And just sort of, um, in a broader sense, our whole community. Yeah. So we really do appreciate it. And until next time, thank you very much, meddlers. Meddlers.